Hello there, everyone. Welcome to the Product Led Podcast. Today, we have Alexa Grabel. And Alexa, could you tell me more about the benchmark that you just did? Yeah. Hi. Thank you for having me. So my name is Alexa. I am the CEO and founder of Focus. And Focus is a product-led sales platform that helps sales teams understand and action their top opportunities to convert self-serve users to high-value customers. And I wanted to mention that we're a product-led sales platform because we did a benchmark report on the topic of product-led sales. So we learn from a lot of folks that sales at PLG, there's not a lot of frameworks out there and best practices and templates for conducting this go-to-market motion. So we put on our research hats and did some research on what it looks like to be a salesperson at a product-led growth company. So I'm happy to chat about you know what product-led sales is, what we did for the benchmark report to capture the findings as well as what we learned. Yep. We do have a lot of uh, sales professionals in the community, and I'm sure they could definitely pick something up from uh, your benchmark survey. Consider me an absolute layman here. I'm not that familiar with product-led sales, although just by the term of it, I have a working theory of what it is. So for our listeners who are hearing it for the first time, what is product-led sales? Yeah, it's a great question and makes sense that if you haven't heard about it before, you are not behind. It's a a new concept that we started using earlier in the year at Focus. And so how we define product-led sales is that it's a bottom-up go-to-market model that leverages existing product users as the main funnel for sales. So if you take a step back and think about what the traditional enterprise sales model looks like where you're top-down selling on the value of a product, you do some cold outreach, and then users finally touch the product, we're flipping that on its head. Where users, as you all know, in the PLG model, get to engage with the product, realize value. And then sales teams can use that user base of active users that already love the product to inform their sales strategy. So who to go after, when, and how. Oh, okay. So instead of doing it like cold, you're like having the users interact with the product itself first. That's why it's, yeah, I can see how how you say it, like it's flipping it on its head. So uh, what was the objective of the survey? Yeah, so as we all know in the product-led community, the world is shifting to a product-led growth motion. And so everyone is switching to that bottom-up model, but there happens to be a lot of misconceptions about where sales fits in. There's myths that sales shouldn't exist. And if it does exist, should it just be traditional enterprise sales? And uh, when the team at Focus went researching, four best practices and frameworks of how companies were doing sales in PLG properly in this product-led sales approach, nothing existed. So we actually said, okay, we're going to do the research and really start to identify common patterns and understand what's happening in the world of product-led sales. So we partnered with a VC firm called First Round Capital, and we surveyed over 200 go-to-market leaders at product-led growth companies. So mm-hmm. think Slack, Airtable, Asana, um, to figure out everything from what does org structure look like? How do you think through PQLs? What should your first sales hire be and more? That's awesome. I mean... Just a few hours ago, we did a masterclass and it was a free masterclass regarding the fundamentals of product-led growth. And one of the questions that came up was that, I'm paraphrasing, do we have to get rid of our sales team? And obviously, you don't have to get rid of your sales team. And this is great. This would give more 
insight on how the sales team would work in a product-led environment. So what are some of the notable insights that you got from the data from the survey? Yeah, we had a lot of really interesting takeaways. I can go through a few to give you a sneak peek. And I'll actually start with what you just said around, you know, sales isn't necessary at PLG. But Mm -hmm. we were vouching for you, you know, sales is actually accelerates revenue growth at a PLG company. And it's almost a superpower for PLG companies. And uh, we actually found that in the results that this myth of no sales at PLG has completely been busted. We learned that over 97% of respondents had a sales team or plans to add a sales team. So only 3% in practice were not going to have a sales team. That's surprising. (laughs) That's really surprising. And I like how you you use the term busted for that. I'm a fan of the Mythbusters when they were still airing. Yeah, most of the time, it's like product-led growth gives the conception that it's the product department or the product management department that's going to take the lead and then sales would take a backseat. But no, that's not the case. Everybody has to do their part. And as you said, with the data that you found, that sales is actually a superpower for product-led companies. Any other insights that seem sort of counterintuitive? Yeah. So there were a ton of insights. One is um, within the sales org, we wanted to really understand what does a sales org at a PLG company look like and is it different than traditional organizations? And we found that this role of sales assist, uh, other names for sales assist being product specialist, onboarding specialist, product advocate, is starting to appear more and more in the org charts. And we found that almost 30% of companies that we interviewed had this role of sales assist. So companies are, and I'll pause for a second to explain sales assist. Sales Mm -hmm. assist functions are the ones, are are reps that are helping guide users along their journey, whether it's to reduce friction in the product or to help them get to another value add quicker. And so you can think of the sales assist role as traffic controllers almost to say, okay, this user's blocked. How do I get them to unblock themselves? Or this user's ready to buy enterprise sales. I should funnel it to my sales team. And so this is a role that really specifically exists in PLG companies. And we were surprised how high it was this early on that already 30% of PLG companies have this role, which I believe next year, it's going to be just rapidly increasing that there's more and more of the sales-specific role at PLG companies. Oh, okay. Forgive me if that's the first time I've heard of sales assist. Typically, what I would hear is like they're the ones who are doing like user research and not totally that involved with doing sales. But with the data that you have, it would seem that that's how they could affect the entire user experience based on where the user is, based on what they researched. Okay, that's great. Yeah, and I'll Mm -hmm. add, you know, for sales at PLG, you don't want to be talking to every single user, right? You only want to be talking to the users that raise their hand or you think that they you can add more value to them and there's maybe bigger opportunities. So the role of the sales assist is to figure that out, right? Which leads should remain in self-serve and stay in the product-led motion or the PLG motion and which leads should be funneled onto sales to accelerate the revenue even more. It's definitely not your traditional kind of upselling for sure. Yeah, exactly. Definitely trying to show value and get users to value more than just selling on the value. It's contextual selling, sort of. Yeah, or supporting, guiding, helping. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, nice, nice. All right. Any key takeaways, key observations that you'd like our listeners who are currently tuned in or who are listening to this podcast episode to take away? Yeah, I think the main takeaway is that we're in this innovation stage where 2021 was the year where we acknowledged sales exist at PLG companies. And furthermore, we acknowledge that it can be a superpower at PLG companies to accelerate revenue. And there's little bits of nuggets to say that this is true, such as the 97% statistic I gave, the 30% around sales assist, as well as, you know, we saw 50% of the orgs were outreaching to product qualified leads, which is almost equal to MQL. So there's different data that we saw that allows us to see, wow, this is really happening. This is a thing we should pay attention to. And my takeaway is we're still in the early days. We're in the infancy of product-led sales. And I think, I I mean, I'm confident that 2022 will be the year that we start to deploy more frameworks and best practices and have kind of templated advice from the leaders in product-led sales. And we'll start shifting more and more away from the traditional world of enterprise sales. You mentioned to me earlier that You'll be hosting a webinar focusing on the benchmark. Yeah. That's happening tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow at, I believe it's 10 a.m. Pacific time, I'm going to co-host a webinar with Mecca Asanya, who's a partner at First Round Capital, who we collaboratively conducted the survey with. So we'll be diving into everything we learned and having open dialogue around our takeaways. When our uh, podcast episode goes live, the webinar would probably be already done. Would you have like a replay of it that uh, our listeners could watch? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll have a um, recording. We also Mm -hmm. have a community around product-led sales where this type of discussion happens all the time. And I'm sure we'll have more discussion around the takeaways of this data and of product-led sales in general. So if you're interested in joining that community, it's www.pocus.com slash community, and you can request an invite there. All right. Any piece of advice that, basing on the data that you found, that you could advise to our professionals here? Yeah. My advice, A, is first get past the concept that sales doesn't exist. We need to acknowledge that it does exist. And then second, be very intentional and deliberate about how to layer on sales in a PLG motion. You don't want to go directly to the old school enterprise sales because that will you know, take away all the benefits from your PLG motion and reduce efficiencies um, and really just create conflict between the self-serve business and the sales. So you want to be very intentional about layering on a product-led sales approach that uses your self-serve users as a funnel so that you can all the organization's product sales marketing can work together to accelerate revenue. Nice. It's definitely a transition switching from traditional sales led to product led. And to complete that transformation, you have to like remove the misconceptions that you have and actually be maximize the team that you have to obviously make your business a success. We've been talking for quite a short while, but my brain is firing in all cylinders <laughs> with what you told me. I can't believe that 97%. Yeah. Uh, 97% already have uh, sales teams that are starting to have that framework. And 30% have these sales assists that are even are accelerating their growth even further than what you would normally expect. 
to that's great i'd like to do a bit more research into this myself so what is the best way for people to reach you other than the community and your website yeah so you can dm me on linkedin or twitter um alexa grable on both i also write weekly on a newsletter at newsletter.pocus.com so happy to chat with anyone you can also once if you get the invite to the community you can slack me there so always happy to chat with folks all right that was alexa grable of focus thank you again alexa and thank you very much listeners we'll hear from you in the next episode take care